The Athletic. G'day there and welcome along to the podcast that brings you all the big F1 headlines in 15 minutes or less. I'm James Baldwin and this is the Race F1 Briefing for Wednesday the 28th of February 2024, brought to you by our friends at GridRival. Coming up on our first Race Weekend episode of the year, we'll be summing up all of the big talking points from the paddock in Bahrain ahead of the season opening Grand Prix. We've got a fair amount to get through, but there was indisputably one story that dominated. Yes, the big news of the day was that Red Bull Racing Formula One boss Christian Horner has been cleared by his team's parent company following an investigation into allegations about his conduct. Red Bull launched an independent investigation led by an external specialist barrister after being made aware of unspecified allegations against Horner. He has denied the claims and remained in his role as Red Bull Racing team principal and CEO whilst the investigation was carried out. The allegations emerged in the week before Red Bull's car launch, and this has only now been resolved on the eve of the new season, meaning the issue has hung over the team's pre-season preparations. A Red Bull spokesperson said on Wednesday, ahead of the Bahrain Grand Prix, that the grievance has been dismissed. In a statement, Red Bull Racing's parent company said, the complainant has a right of appeal. Red Bull is confident that the investigation has been fair, rigorous and impartial. The investigation report is confidential and contains the private information of the parties and third parties who assisted in the investigation, and therefore we will not be commenting any further out of respect for all concerned. Red Bull will continue striving to meet the highest workplace standards. Though the statement makes no mention of the matter, the race understands there is absolute certainty that Horner, who has led Red Bull since they completed the takeover of Jaguar ahead of the 2005 season, will remain in his role. And if you want to hear more about this story, the races Ed Straw and Scott Mitchell Marm discuss it in detail on a bonus episode of our sister show, The Race F1 Podcast. On to on-track matters now, and if you followed F1 pre-season testing, you'll know that loose drain covers played havoc with the running schedule with lengthy stoppages needed to fix what the cars had broken. Well, the good news is that issue shouldn't rear its ugly head again this weekend with new solutions implemented around the Bahrain circuit ahead of the season opening race. For the main offending area approaching Turn 11, as expected, the drain has been removed, filled with concrete and painted over in the colour of the kerbs. Elsewhere, there has been extensive welding along both sides of the drain covers in other parts of the track. It's hoped that these tweaks will mean fewer stoppages and more action, and that's what we want from the first Grand Prix of 2024. The Race F1 Briefing. If you followed pre-season testing, you'll know that although Ferrari set the two quickest times, it was reigning champions Red Bull that emerged from three days of running as heavy favourites for 2024, with the Radical RB20 looking both super quick and pretty bulletproof. It's fair to say that that feeling in the paddock hasn't shifted much in the days that have followed, with the main question now being how big will Red Bull's advantage be and who will be their closest challenger? Writing on therace.com, don't forget that hyphen, Scott Mitchell Marm said, the expectation is that Red Bull will held more back than anybody else. What we don't know is how much. So the obvious question going into the season is how big will Red Bull's advantage really be? Will the car have a bigger race day advantage than in qualifying again? 
If so, could it be vulnerable on Saturday? And could others have improved their performance enough to actually capitalise on a better grid position on Sunday? And is this car one that only Max Verstappen can get the most of consistently? Or will Sergio Perez avoid the issues of 2023, making it more of a fight, even if in team terms, it is a one-horse race again? The fact that all of these are unknowns and that we don't know the true pace of Ferrari or the Mercedes yet is what makes the first race of the season so tantalising. We'll get to the rest of the headlines in one moment, but before we do, I wanted to give another shout out to Grid Rival. Yes, this is your chance to put your F1 knowledge to the test and potentially win $5,000 US dollars. Throughout the 2024 F1 season, the race is partnering with our friends at Grid Rival to bring you our very own fantasy league. It's free to join and free to play, and what's more, it's an amazing way to make watching each F1 race weekend more fun. Grid Rival is the original app for fantasy motorsports leagues and is the only platform built by race fans for race fans. Join our F1 league and build your fantasy lineup, then sit back and watch as it earns points based on real-world race results. You could be the lucky winner of $5,000, but only if you enter. Time is running out, so enter today. Sign up for free using the link in our episode description, and good luck. Lewis Hamilton was up in front of the press again on Wednesday, and once again, the seven-time world champion was asked about how his impending move to Ferrari for 2025 would impact him this season. His answer was unequivocal. Hamilton said he's 100% a Mercedes driver right now, and that's his sole focus this year. He added that he doesn't want any of this to distract from his job and that he has so much faith in Mercedes to do the job this year. Lewis went on to say, Next year, I've got all new relationships, new environment, new language, two separate things, both as exciting. Hamilton might have played the move down, but it undoubtedly adds a new dynamic to everything he does for this year. Formula One's record-breaking 24-race 2024 calendar is famously a point of pride for the series bosses, as evidence of the increased attractiveness of hosting a Grand Prix. But that pride is clearly not universally shared in the championship's paddock. In Bahrain, the championship's most visible leading figures had little good to say about F1's ongoing calendar growth. Carlos Sainz was the first to comment, saying he thinks the calendar is just on the limit of being too much, and that if it goes any higher, it's going to be very tricky for everyone. Sainz added that he thinks there's a risk F1 is becoming too constant, and that fans may lose their appetite for the sport if it's always on. Max Verstappen, long on the record as unhappy with many aspects of modern Formula One, including calendar lengths, again made his point about the expanded schedule, serving to shorten careers, including potentially his. Max said that he feels we're already way over the limit for the number of races and that he couldn't envisage racing for another 10 years at the current rate. He went on to say that whilst he loves racing, it was becoming a quality of life issue and that at one point he'd probably just prefer to be at home and focus on other projects. We'll give the final word on the topic to Fernando Alonso, who joked, even the world champion thinks that this is a little bit long, and that it's much worse for drivers who go into the final races with no incentive to fight for anything. The drivers have sent a message. It'll be interesting to see what happens next.
Undoubtedly, this is a time of uncertainty amongst teams and drivers, as they wait to see where they really stack up when the cars hit the track in anger. Some, like Ferrari's Charles Leclerc, are feeling quietly optimistic. The Monegasque admitting he found it difficult to smile after the worst pre-season test he'd ever experienced last year. But this year, he's much happier, saying the car is much more drivable for now. However, competitiveness, we still have to see. And that about sums it up, really. We just have to wait and see what will happen. However it shakes out, the Race F1 briefing will be with you every day over the race weekend. And remember, if you want to add meat to the bones of what we've told you, be sure to head to our website, therace.com, not forgetting that hyphen, and to check out the Race F1 podcast. Thank you so much for your company today. I'm James Baldwin, and I'll be back with another edition of the Race F1 Briefing, presented by Grid Rival, tomorrow. The Athletic.